Now that we're through rankings month, it's time to put those rankings to the test with a mock draft episode. And we're getting extra sloppy. 12-team standard league scoring. And we got a late pick. Let's see how it turns out. And let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott Yo. and Tom. Hey, everybody. Gentlemen, how are we feeling now that we don't have to rank anybody this week? Sad. I'm still updating mine, too. The yeah. rankings never stop for me. Yeah. Any, Married uh, to the pod any recent, life. Any recent changes? Um, Like we were saying before, I'm starting to really like Kenyon Drake. Um, I've always been a big fan of Kenyon Drake and, uh, you know, I just feel like I've read a lot of articles that are just, you know, it's that time of year where you start yeah. to fall in love. I'm, I'm waiting for these guys to fall in love with, and I might be chasing Kenyon Drake just because I want the, you know, the new crop of guys from this year's training camp and stuff. Maybe I need to be a little bit more patient, but early on I'm liking Kenyon Drake. It's puff piece season, baby. Yeah. I like him in a league very opposite than this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, you're right. We need some points for those catches for, yeah, for Drake. For Drake. But he is a big play guy. Yes, that's true. Yeah, so uh, we're going with a standard league, as I mentioned in the open. Uh, and what that means is you want guys who are going to score touchdowns, which means that... Virtually. that's yeah. the, I would say that's the biggest difference. Yeah. And that, and that PPR, kind of goes hand in hand with there's a premium on the bell cow running backs in standard leagues because they are the most likely to get goal line touches and therefore the most likely to score touchdowns. And if you don't get one, you've really got to nail it going forward. Right. So we've put ourselves in a position where we've got to nail it going forward. We're not going to get who you would consider an elite running back for the most part. Right. Yeah. I think who, who, who most people wouldn't consider one, but there's still a couple guys out there that I like. I really like James Conner. I really like oh, Joe well, Mixon. We are uh, we are ahead. We can see the board here, but we didn't do the movie magic of saying, "Oh, let's start the draft," and then we didn't go, "Oh, Zeke leaves the board." Saquon. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I skipped it. I, I felt like I feel like the the group is used to that by now. You know, the people that are listening <laughs> yeah. to these mocks, they know how it kind of goes. But you're right. You should, uh, Don. Why don't you go ahead and hey, read Scott, off what press happened? Press play on the draft. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 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 Zeke Elliott goes first, Saquon second, McCaffrey third, Kamara fourth, David Johnson fifth, Melvin Gordon sixth, kind of going with that whole running back premium that we just talked you about. You could see that happening very much. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, so. I would almost agree with it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams seven and eight, Le'Veon Bell at nine, Julio Jones at 10, and we are at pick 11 now. And gentlemen, how are we feeling about this pick? And where are we going to take this pick? Julio's still a fine pick in the Red Lobster League perhaps? because of the yardage. Yes. You know, and that, so he's I like actually a, wanted to bring that up. He's like a running back. And you know, I wanted to bring that up too. Like, if you just think of Julio Jones like a running back, and no matter what format league you're in, I think you'll like him a lot more than if you thought of him as a wide receiver <laughs> because he gets so many yards, you know? <laughs> and doesn't score touchdowns. And, but, like, the yardage just looks so weird as a receiver, it almost doesn't register as being awesome and reliable every week. Yeah, it's the same reason that T.Y. Hilton uh, could – pay off in a league like this right if those guys so basically a player like that right they don't find the end zone as many times as someone else right but there's no reason to say with their good teams high scoring offenses that they can't find the end zone multiple times yes for sure and if they do find them on a multiple you know close to 10 above 10 oh boy you're looking at wide receiver one yeah. so a guy that i'm looking at right here has that same possibility takes a slant goes 100 yards Basically Easily. all the time. Odell Beckham Jr., he's got that weak winning potential. Yep. Um, but, Tom, your boy, <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, is still on the board. Why Odell Beckham over Juju Smith-Schuster? Juju Smith-Schuster, I have him as the most uh, receptions in the NFL this right. year. Which means might, nothing in this league. Which means nothing in this league. Um, I think Juju will probably score over 10 touchdowns. I think Juju will probably have over a thousand yards, and I think he'll probably have over a hundred catches. Yes, but I virtually know that Odell Beckham Jr. will have over ten touchdowns in a complete season. He's virtually never paced out like game by game. It would you'd have to be like if you took Odell Beckham's Week Five 2015 season 
or t- right. yeah, and extrapolated it would be so hard that over sixteen games. That's like the only way you can get him under ten, on not getting ten touchdowns. Yeah, I know. It would have to. You'd really have to pick, pick, hand pick all these games yeah. throughout his career to try and make it work. It's crazy. I, I wonder if you could pick sixteen games from his career where that wouldn't net him. Uh, any of the ten touchdowns games where Eli Probably. Manning had more he, than two turnovers. He's had a few games where like he was a nothing. Yeah, you know? but, but you like, have to pick other games too. I know you still have to. I know. <laughs> I think you could. You probably could, but it would still be like seven or eight games, games that he left crazy. early with an injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But and that is worthwhile, Don. I mean, he has a little bit of an injury risk. He's a little bit of a drama queen. But you know what? That's fun. For me. You know, in a standard league, um, I agree with you. I actually do think that Odell is the pick here. The reason I do is because, you know, like I said before, I still think that there's multiple elite options at running back. If we wanted to go that route with our next pick, um, we're picking at 11. So there's only two picks behind us before we go ag- again. I'm looking at James Conner and Joe Mixon, as I alluded to earlier. Um, as long as one of those guys stays and we end up with Odell Beckham and yeah. either James Conner or Joe Mixon, like giddy up. You yeah, know? you're right. sitting pretty at that point. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and make the pick. And now this is the the eleventh of the <laughs> wow wow very interesting quite Todd interesting Todd Gurley goes and this is the fun part about being I can't pick the him in next... the first round or the second round Who? Gurley the third round that's where it gets interesting yeah but he's not, you're not going to get him in the third round. I don't think so yeah I think I'm think just about not gonna Gurley have him. in scary. a league like this and I understand why he floats to the top here by the algorithm of this website. Todd Gurley. 12-man standard. I mean, the uh, the touchdown advantage that he could give you, even yep. if he performed to 50% of the value Still of touchdowns, touchdowns that he does. last year. Yeah. People, I think I said this before on the podcast, but it's worth repeating. People never shut up about LeGarrette Blunt scoring 18 touchdowns and no yards whatsoever. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Todd Gurley does that in his sleep. Yeah. And with 1,000 yards to boot. So, I mean, I understand the pick. And then what they do is they pick Damian Williams back to back. It shows the too risky kind of picks. It's too risky picks, but we're playing against the computer. I mean, if they take James Conner, people could say there's risk there. Yeah. I would say Joe Mixon might have a the least risk in a standard league. He kind of seems like the there's safest. nobody else there. But I think James Conner has a higher blow up. Oh my yes. god, James Conner's upside is is just I feel like. We have no it's idea like what it is. Connor's offense is better, but Mixon's share of the backfield is, is untouchable. But it, and that's we, like the two we know forces that. acting against each other with, with this pick right now. Yeah, I the, don't think there's a way we can get this wrong, by the way. Yeah, of course. If but the, yeah. reason, the reason games. we say that, if you're not privy to it, is the, the reports out of Steelers camp are they might be splitting the backfield a little bit more than we're used to in years past. And the reason I phrase it that way is, you know, I don't really buy it that much. Connor did recently come out saying he thinks his role this year is going to be similar to the one he had last year. Yes. Yeah. Which was monstrous, like top five running back every week type numbers. Yeah. And so I've said this so before we don't too. Know. They've tried really to don't. limit him before and they accidentally give him like 30 plus touches in a yeah, game. They, Whoops. Listen, they've been trying to go to more than one running back for years. They can't do it. They yeah. go to D'Angelo Williams for 30 carries <laughs> a week. Rules. It was awesome. And then Le'Veon and now Connor, it just kind of seems like they flow better with one guy on the field. They've always had a guy who's been a complete back and Connor really is that more so than than I think anybody on their roster. Yeah, and the reason that we don't talk about Juju again here is like we are in that position disparity in this sort of league. So to be able to pick a running back here is going to be a huge advantage to us. We take there James are not Connor. going to be many teams who can get a running back that can score 10 touchdowns and a receiver that can score 10 touchdowns. We, so I think that that's why, you know, I think that's why James Connor is the is the better pick for us. Yeah, this league is so big that it's actually right. it's so the the ticker of yeah. the picks that have gone. Think about you it. You have to scroll yeah. to recap. And think yeah. about it: a twelve man league makes took Aaron Jones a second round pick. Uh, but after us, it goes James, uh, Travis Kelsey, Joe Mixon, Michael Thomas, Nick Chubb, Juju Smith Schuster doesn't go till the middle of the second round, which Steel. I think is a great value for him. Derek Henry goes next. George Kittle again going before Zach Ertz, which is blowing my mind. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, last pick of the second round. Great pick. Andrew Luck, first pick of the third round behind Thielen, Devontae Freeman, Carrion Johnson, Patrick Mahomes, which means that somebody took Luck over Mahomes. Maybe we can get into that in a second. Um, Marlon Mack after Mahomes, Antonio Brown in the third round. What a value. Zach Ertz, OJ Howard go back to back. T.Y. Hilton was the 10th pick of the third round, and now it's at us with pick 311. To uh, get back to what you said. Great band. Uh, 
you know, I the, think the Tyree kill news is looking like at a maximum four games. If if Mahomes had to withstand only four games without Tyree kill, I think he's still uh, the QB one. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's. And we that, even you know, mentioned that. In I our think QB Rogers is probably actually ago. the QB one still, just because he misses that. But he's right there. And if you want to take him as your first QB, I mean, I won't own him anywhere. But you know, if you're if you want to go down that route, I guess you. You could pick. We him. should take Rodgers right here. I own yeah, Rodgers. Right. <laughs> gotcha. I own Rodgers occasionally, uh, sometimes often, but I think it's really because I play in a lot of leagues with people who aren't emphasizing the quarterback. Right. So, like, he becomes if, it, a value. if it's in the fifth round and no one has taken a quarterback, <clears throat> excuse me, then yeah, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you know? But in this case, when you're playing against a computer, and this computer, believe it or not, is more like your league's. Like your friends are. They gonna do a take, really good job with it. Yeah, this is a really great software. Um, your friends are going to take Patrick Mahomes really. They got early. algorithms and stuff. Like this is legit. <laughs> yeah, they totally do. Um, I I wanted to bring something up, and I know we're not going to take him, but Deshaun Watson's out there. We're not taking him. And with the standard scoring, nerfing receptions like that, does it make rushing quarterbacks even more valuable than they already are in standard scoring? In that regard. No, I would say it makes a disparity of position players even greater. I would say okay. that it, it makes like waiting on a quarterback even more useful because you're not going to get bailout PPR points from some right. of these guys in the later rounds. These guys in the later rounds who like people we love, like Naheem right. Hines, he's not going to score be much. Virtually worthless in this league. He had two yeah, touchdowns you can't last start year. Him. He had two touchdowns last year, and they came in the same game. Yeah, that's true. You can't st- you can't start them in league. There's a lot of guys where you just literally cannot start yeah. them. I get why in a standard league, sometimes a quarter like a really good quarterback is kind of a nice boost, especially because you know you can get a lot of twos and threes and fours and fives and sixes from your position players. So being able to throw down a twenty spot every week at quarterback is tempting. But I also agree with you, Tom. There's too many, especially in this big a league. You're in an eight man league. You want to pick a quarterback to early standard. I kind of get that. But you know, in a league this big, you have to yeah. you you okay. got to stock the stable before you, you go, go pick yeah. a quarterback. If you go too early on quarterback and get it wrong, that's an uphill battle that you probably don't make it to the top of by playoff time. You're right. sacrificing in this case the 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 average draft position and the expected finishes of these guys are is going to be closer than ever. Right. Um, so, so getting to who we're actually going to pick here, <laughs> I mean. There's one guy that sticks out like a sore thumb. I think yeah. the reason why we're talking, you know, waxing poetic so much is because we really know who we're going to pick. I think I, I could speak for all of us, but uh, Leonard Fournette still yes. available yeah. at this pick is just, I think, a blessing for us. He's a guy we slot in as our RB2 as another 10-touchdown candidate. We sneak him in. I mean, yeah. this team's looking tough already. I mean, I've been saying it for months now. Nobody came out of the offseason and – in a better position than Leonard Fournette. They thought that... Go prove it. You know, yeah, he's, he's got a prove-it year. He's got a new quarterback that's hopefully going to be able to open things up for that offense in a way that Blake Bortles couldn't last year. you got to hope the defense's legs get back underneath them. Here's a question for you. And he's playing with leads more often. I really like uh, Dalvin Cook, obviously. Yeah. Love Dalvin Cook. Why is he scored. valued so much more than Leonard Fournette? Because he catches the ball more? But people just think that... Possible. He, yeah, that's true. Uh, but Leonard Fournette was actually on pace to be way more involved in the passing game. Yes, and already is in camp. In camp, they already say he is. He's a total force on the goal line. The reason is, is people just have a bad taste in their mouth about Leonard Fournette, and they remember how well Dalvin Cook finished. That's so exactly, you're right. To leave these things. And it's funny, because like, I was about to bring up, like, well, he, Leonard Fournette's missed a lot of time. Well, guess what? So it's Dalvin Cook. Exactly. That's why I thought they were comparable. Yeah. And yeah. he's going, you know, what did he go? Almost 20 picks before Leonard Fournette comes off the board? Doesn't make sense to me. No. Yeah, and Leonard Fournette is our consensus. A full round. He goes a full round ahead of him. Our consensus, 14 running back. OJ Howard yeah. picked ahead of Leonard Fournette? Come on now. Yeah, so we're taking him. And plus, we're But OJ Howard, his yards per target. Seconds. And then we spin around quick. And, uh, you know, we're looking at, I think we're pretty wide open right now. Well, yeah. They we can go us, in a lot of different directions. Based, of, based on format, you know, we're, we are in a standard league, so locking down a third stud running back might not be the worst idea. As our flex, um, you're saying. Right? Yeah, we'd have to yeah. kind of we'd have to kind of dig down and see and see who's available because there's really not a ton. Uh, you know, our boy Mark Ingram's still hanging around out there, but there's a chance he makes it back to us. So uh, there's also some good receivers available as well, especially good standard wide receivers with with nice floors with actually some pretty yeah. good upside as well. I'm looking at you know a guy who's actually really good in, in a standard league is Stefan Diggs. Um, he I mean, ha- he was 
a he, touchdown away from 100 catches, 1,000 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Exactly. So he provides you that really nice floor with the the capability to just absolutely explode. Yeah. And that's kind of what we need on this team. Yeah. We need it. We, we will love Stefan Diggs' safe six points in the standard league every single week. Yeah. With I'm the not, potential to give us like 20, 25. I'm too, not totally against uh, taking Josh Jacobs here, who's also recently been in the news. Yeah. He has not come to an agreement with the Oakland Raiders. He's not signed. So Good point. Um, Use that though, because like if this continues into like training camps and stuff late in July, it's important for him to be still going to be falling in his ADP. I know, but it's people are going to be afraid of him if he slips enough. Like even a guy like me who hates the Raiders and rookie running, he's not going to get the amount of touches though if he's not in camp. Well, no, not putting in the work. Jalen Rashard, RB thirty eight. Doug Martin. Well, something to bring up in this case is you bring up Jalen Rashard, right? And we bring up how Leonard Fournette is our. Um, consensus running back 14. If this negated receptions, Leonard Fournette would probably jump over a couple of people. Yeah. I think um, Cook. the fact that we're talking about Jalen Rashard at all is useless in a, in a, a standard, standard 12 man oh, yeah. team. So I actually like Josh Jacobs as the pick. The software suggests Keenan Allen. Um, he doesn't score enough, right? That's well, our, it's not that he doesn't score enough. It's like, at this point, don't you don't you see a world where Stefan Diggs can finish above Keenan Allen anyway? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm I'm very cool with Stefan Diggs here. I wish we had almost more of a disagreement. Um, Sony Michelle is up there as well, but yeah, right. It was a little too cut and dry on these picks. Hopefully, next one we have a little more discourse on them. Yeah, I mean, well, we're gonna see a lot of guys go. We'll hate to watch them leave. Stefan Diggs, Keenan, or we take Stefan Diggs, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Sony Michelle. Those guys go, and then eventually. Our beloved Josh Jacobs leaves the board. We've got Brandon Cooks gone, a standard league guy who is obviously invaluable. He's in that Ty uh, Julio conversation yeah, I mean, and he, discounted, which is really nice. He could have been in the conversation right where we were, um, right there. Had Absolutely. We, had we taken a little deeper of a gander, Chris Godwin, who figures to have a more PPR role, Kenyon Drake, who figures the same, and oddly Tyler Lockett, who figures the same. Yes. Um, Tyreek Hill goes, who could just kill you. Robert Woods could kill you. Chris Carson, a guy that I thought Scott might bring up right there. Um, obviously a very good standard play. His ADP yeah. has been super fluky. You're right about in that. In recent yeah. weeks. And yeah, Phil- yeah, he's been hard to get a gauge on. all over the place. Philip Lindsay, Kenny Galladay, Julian Edelman, Mike Williams, Mark Ingram, oh, Cooper tough Cup, round for the boys. Darius yes. Geis going way too early in my eyes. DJ Moore and David Montgomery all leave the board. So care to uh, and here's the uh, a little bit more on the guys going too early, Tom. I mean, I I talked about it in the running back rankings too. It's just that he has a crowded running back room. Adrian Peterson is doing everything he can to stay, you know, that available. dude is invincible. Yeah, and Do you know not what? Doubt He's him. probably going to be more healthy in his old age than Darius Geis is week one. Darius Geis would have to go out there and be healthy, which right now seems unlikely. He'd have to go out there and be better than Adrian Peterson, which in his first NFL game ever would seem very unlikely. Yes. Yep. Chris Thompson would have to completely go away for him to be involved in the passing game. I know we're talking about uh, standard, but these things amount to snaps on the field. Yes. And Geis being drafted going. in the fourth round is saying that you're going to start him, you know, 10 out of the 16 weeks of the season. You're at planning least. to start well, him every week. Right. Yeah, it means you would you would wish to. At least, it, right. You'll probably realize by week five that, that you can't. It's time to bail. Up. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's my that's my case on that. And I like you, it. If you don't win the goal line, and that's my I was scroll back up because Philip Lindsay leaves the board, and this is a guy who we love, right? Yep. And I always say he catches a little bit less passes than you think. Yeah. Right. So you'd think, okay, well, maybe in standard, Lindsay like was the will, second pick of the fifth round. Maybe people will sleep purposes. on him. He went right behind Chris Carson. Maybe yeah. people will sleep on him. Well, with Royce Freeman coming back fully healthy, if he doesn't keep uh, third down away from Booker, and if he loses the goal line to Royce Freeman, I get I get concerned about his value in these top five rounds. Yeah. In general, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of trust baked into Phil Lindsay just being the best back, but and he is that doesn't necessarily. But he has a new coach, so it doesn't necessarily exactly. mean we've seen a lot of coaches not give the best back the ball all the time. Yeah, and if you want to believe that about Darius Geis, you want to believe that about Philip Lindsay, you can because we don't know. 
right? Yeah. So, start, this is where it starts to get murky, and Tom's boy, LaShawn McCoy, starts to seem like more and more of a value. <laughs> <laughs> little by little, day by day. Yep. Yeah, LaShawn I mean, McCoy is going to be back in the sixth or seventh round. I don't round. want this to be the... I don't want to be the LaShawn McCoy truther, but I'll I'll wear it if I have to. I mean, he's not going to go for a few rounds, yeah. and at that point... What's uh, interesting here, Tom, is there's been three quarterbacks to go off the board. Sitting here at, at the fifth-round fifth pick 11, this, the exact scenario overall. that you brought up, Aaron Rodgers is available. Well, Here's I'll, a, I'll wiggle out of this one by saying the exact scenario I brought up is no one else has picked a quarterback. Okay, I got but you. But theoretically, that only frees me up for two picks. The software says Alshon Jeffrey and Sammy Watkins Can we check that guy's would roster? be those two picks. I'm not totally against Alshon Jeffrey, actually. I think Alshon Jeffrey's a really good standard play. But, Agreed. Um, in the spirit of it being a standard league, uh, I kind of like my flex to be a running back, so I would also be okay with Lamar Miller here just because he soaks up vol- volume and he's likely going to get like seven or eight touchdowns. He's a guy we can just roll in. We're not going to play this guy every week. We're probably going to hopefully play him in conjunction with Alshon Jeffrey or Sammy Watkins. Two touchdown guys will take over slips. Well, you, exactly. That's really what I was going to say. We got to think about where we're picking in this draft. You know, we There's only have to survive our two picks. Pick. Yeah, right. So why not lock the the running back that we like the most? I think I think Lamar is the best value at this point. We also have Tevin Coleman and Latavius and Murray Scott out did there. check. I watched him scrolling while Tom was waxing poetic on Philip Lindsay. Yeah, it's so. not just to appease Don's love for Lamar Miller, but you know, I as much as do it that is appreciated. Enough. I, I kind of like Latavius Murray uh, in a standard league. I don't think this early. No. Uh, just because he doesn't have that defined role. Lamar Miller has a defined role, and I think he's the pick. Well, if you want to talk about uh, other people taking a quarterback that gives you a little bit more room, Latavius Murray is close to being in the software, right? Yes. But we're far enough away that if we experience a tight end and uh, quarterback run, he can make, run, it, back. He'll he can be make there. it back to yeah. us after we get these guys. So yeah. I don't want to stake my claim on saying we need Latavius Murray now, and I know you're not doing that either. Right. I actually wholeheartedly agree that Lamar Miller makes a lot of sense here. He's a boring, safe pick, but that is the kind of thing that gets you the most prepared in this league. And the sad, sad thing is is that we lose Alshon Jeffrey, who I would have loved to have. Allen Robinson goes off the board. but Rodgers? Who Allen Robinson, I wouldn't have even really minded too much either. No, 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 no. I'm sad about Alshon. Oh, you're saying you wouldn't mind having him on the squad? Yeah, like if he was the one available here, I would have been kind of okay with it. But uh, now we have some some kind of thinking to do. There's a lot of options at wide receiver. Uh, none of them are wildly appealing. Uh, we can continue to load up at running back. Uh, there's some PPR guys out there who have touchdown upside with Cohen and James White, who you know they trickily become because of their touchdown upside become a viable option. Jordan Howard is the same way, but we, we do anticipate him to be usurped for the most part. Yes. Um, I'm looking at a guy. Are we really not thinking about Rogers at all here? We're thinking about him, Don, but I mean, with them going off the board slowly, we can really build up here and it's going to hurt later in the season with a 12 man roster on every person's list you're gonna have these degraded lines gonna start yeah by the end of it the depth is so out. ultra important that i actually i'm looking at marvin jones here Ooh, i love we love him and that ooh touchdown upside right yeah. the sixth round there. of a 12 man league i don't know how you pass that up I mean, you uh, pass that up. If at, this is me by myself, I'm taking Rodgers, and I don't think twice about it. And I don't hate, I don't blame you for it, but there's a lot of quarterbacks out there right now. I'm just looking at our team, and we would have Rodgers, who is a threat to lead quarterbacks. But in you're touchdowns. building a starting line. We got Connor, who's you're a threat. A starting right. line. Yeah, and bro. that's the guys who are going to play and help you win. Well, that's that's part of that's part of the whole argument, Don. You are you can argue on that side where Tom and I would say. You know, you're actually building a roster for the entire season, and in order to do that, you can't be picking quarterback this early as a as a rule of thumb. The same thing with tight end. All right, I like Marvin Jones. Although Rodgers is a absurd value right here, I'd probably pass on him still. I mean, if he plays the same way he played, watch last him get year. back to us in like the seventh. And like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I give up. I mean, well, I, we'd pick him. Obviously, <laughs> he's literally my QB one. Me but too. Yeah, I think. So, like, what are we doing? Uh, that's how unimportant quarterback is. Yeah, that I'd rather have like WR twenty five <laughs> in a twelve man than have QB one. Well, what is he in? Mark, this is an interesting um, trench between us and the ECR of 
the site that we're using. Like, He's what quarterback is, four. What's Marvin Jones' receiver ranking, though? Uh, Marvin Jones' receiver ranking 32. is 32. We have him in our top 30. Yeah, we yeah, have right? him. We have sure. him well in our top 30. Yeah, I think he was like 25. I yeah. can check on it. So, Something like that. I mean, I get it. I get why we why we do this. Now we have three running backs that we're comfortable with starting every week. Three receivers we're comfortable well, with starting Jones every week as well. Marvin Jones' enemy is obviously not Aaron Rodgers. Marvin Jones' enemy. It's Kenny Galladay. Well, well, that I was going to say, Marvin Jones' friend is Kenny Galladay in this situation. Yeah. Because Kenny Galladay is driving Marvin Jones' price down. And when freeing him have, up on the field. They can have one of the most similar Sorry, seasons Don. of any wide receiver tandem in the NFL. Rodgers' next pick. <laughs> At least one of these teams is smart. But a ton of quarterbacks went off after us. And we us. really almost got Latavius Murray, by the way. Just like we talked about. Yeah, he was he was four picks away. Man. Uh, can we get a scroll, Scott, so we can recap the picks? Um, yeah, Calvin Ridley can... goes. All right, so we go Rodgers, Tariq Cohen, Cal Ridley, Baker Mayfield, QB5, Hunter Henry, tight end five. Rashad Penny goes, Sammy Watkins, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan. Robbie Anderson rounds out the sixth round. Start of the seventh, it's Tevin Coleman, James White, Jarvis Landry, Drew Brees, Darrell Henderson. Am I saying that right? Is it, yeah. Do we know? I think it's um, Darrell, but I don't know. Dak Prescott, maybe getting some respect thrown on his name, goes right after Darrell Henderson. Latavius Murray goes, as Tom alluded to earlier. Carson Wentz, Cam Newton go, and the pick before us at pick 7.10 is Royce Freeman. So now we're at an interesting position. I would say a lot of the quarter, like the quarterback that we would have taken if he was there was Rodgers. He's not there. We're definitely not thinking about tight end at this point. The best one available is Evan Ingram. I think he's more of a PPR play this year anyway uh, for the reason that Tom mentioned of, you know, how many of the Giants touchdowns feasibly are going to be Saquon. Uh, so we've got a lot of guys to think about here. Or how many are going to be scored at all? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I do like Evan Ingram uh, um, as a full PPR option. One of the guys I think around kind of, here in full PPR, at PPR, I think Ingram's kind of. This is kind of a good spot to take yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys who uh, is in, catching my eye just because I think we should talk about him a little bit in the lens of standard scoring, Scott, is your boy Tyler Boyd. Right. He's here right now. Should he be here? Should we take him? Like, how are you analyzing honestly, him in the standard scoring realm? Honestly, I I would have picked him earlier. Yeah, uh, I'm, I I think he's a great pick right I here. I think if he we was probably in our mix when we took Marvin Jones. Absolutely. I, yeah. If you just look at his pace with AJ Green, it shows out to be a format proof wide receiver, a thousand yard, eight touchdown guy. Yeah. And if you can get that in a standard league, you know, basically in any round, you'll be okay. Boyd's floor should be, you know, pretty rock solid, and he's shown that propensity to get you a two-touchdown game, and that's kind of what you're looking for, I think, in a standard league. You kind of want someone who's going to, you know, bail you out with at least 50 or 60 yards every week, sure. and then have that chance to maybe get a, a couple touchdowns or maybe have that 120, 150-yard game that sets him apart. Yeah, Absolutely. and, the thing with and him, he can do all of that. Yeah, and while, while we're at it now, it, it's not like we have to abandon guys who get the ball a lot, right? Like, right. Guys who get the ball a lot is good. But guys who get the ball, you know, in scoring position is great, right? So now we're just in the area of let's settle for good. We don't have to take an absurd risk. We don't have to say, oh, you know, it's a it's a standard league. So Corey Davis is going to be better than Tyler Boyd, right? right? Because, you know, he doesn't catch the ball as much and he likes to score touchdowns when it's important. The Titans <laughs> offense is a horrible. When I've is it going to be important for the Titans this year? You know, like when they're <laughs> four and nine? Yeah. And Corey Davis is going to be like wide receiver one. I even, I even thought I'm of, just saying like the, 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 the logical thinking is, is a lot more important up there. Right. So yeah, then when you're right. down here, you want to continue to the guys who are still going to have opportunity. Tyler Boyd, a guy with the ball in his hands at this point, he's a great pick. And you mentioned, yeah, he was in the mix when we were picking Marvin Jones, but Marvin Jones, ADP touchdown is, potential. No, it's not even that Marvin Jones. ADP is higher. So if we can wait it out, and play the game because everyone is going to go off ADP. Yep. Then you play the game, and we pick Tyler Boyd. So Cortland, Cortland Sutton, Sutton. That's Scott. How do you feel about the Cortland Sutton pick? <laughs> I wouldn't have picked him. I like Personally. Cortland Sutton, man. I like him too. Now I, I, I get why. There's he, a lot to to prove for him, but there's a lot of upside there too. And I did like yeah. him coming out of the draft. I just really, I really don't like Joe Flacco. I just neither do I. And I don't trust him throwing to outside receivers. I trust him throwing to Noah Fant yeah. because he's going to be nice and close and safe. Yeah, and so Jordan Howard also leaves. We've mentioned he's got that touchdown upside. Also, you know, 
if if Miles, anything happens with Miles Sanders, who hasn't already been very healthy, Jordan Howard is a complete value. He's at this locked stage. in, yeah, in a twelve man standard. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, right. he can have that Josh Adams role that you saw at the end of last year, where he was getting twenty carries a week. Yeah, I don't know why Josh Adams can't have the Josh Adams role, but whatever. You were yeah. Josh Adams truther, burned bright, die young, Donnie. He carried him through a rough patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was right. hoping he'd do it again but it's not looking very but, good um yeah i'm looking you know we're pretty balanced right now we yeah. have we have four wide receivers we have three running backs um you know i think it's you know we continue to keep adding pieces uh, i think too. it's time i think we continue to add to our backfield and there's one starting running back still available his name is LaShawn mccoy <laughs> and there's also Gross respect on adrian peterson or name, if Scott. we wanted to go if we wanted to go a little more, because we have Lamar Miller, who's like LaShawn McCoy light, I feels like at this point, because he's just going to, you know, compile Accumulate, volume. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe we go for a home run pick with Ronald Jones, who has some upside to take the starting job and go up, but also could be a complete bust. Um, I think we could wait on it Ronald gets Jones. dicey around here. Very. So you can go with the sure guy. Uh, the sure touches with Sean McCoy kind of feels like it makes sense. But at the same time, his upside does feel a little capped this year. And we do think that M- McCoy stays in Buffalo now, right? Yes. Yeah. At least for the time being. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the cut the $6 million has dollar day has yep. passed. And, you know, the reports are that even Singletary is working with the ones. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, obviously the day one starter. Right. And that is worth its weight in a lot of things. We do. Are we going to start him in the first five weeks? Is my concern with Lashawn McCoy, right? So if you're built, if you're building a team, you're adding Lashawn McCoy purely for depth, for emergency use, for that sort right. of thing, right? This is why you don't take a quarterback because you can afford to have a guy like Lashawn McCoy, who obviously has an up and a down trajectory here, right? But there's more to be seen. So, are there other guys that I'm interested in? Yeah, I think I'm a little interested in Christian Kirk. I think I'm a little interested in Pettis. Uh, Will Fuller, Pettis, and even Deshaun. Will Fuller, interesting standard option. Yeah, even Deshaun Jackson. Um, I know it's kind of going against what I was saying before about the Tyler Boyd thing, but to me he was just such a, a sore thumb, stick-out, obvious pick. Right. Um, you can go for these home run ball guys here too. For Deshaun Jackson, same. it takes one play. For him to enter the wide receiver one threshold in standard, but and you've got to play him. So and you look at yeah. you got to know when to play him, which sucks. But also, you look at you know we bring it up like last year with like a guy with like Chris Godwin. You can get thirteen targets and still catch one ball. So you know Deshaun Jackson's one ball could go for fifty yards and a touchdown. It could also go for six yards. It could also go for yeah. He could also have a nothing. So right. you have to know that going in. But in standard, it makes more sense to take that risk because you know Adam Thielen could have four catches for 60 yards you know and then Deshaun Jackson could play outplay him much more easily than he could in a, stand, in a full PPR half PPR league. Yeah and it's also that sort of thing that makes me interested in Christian Kirk the senior receiver in the offense besides Larry besides Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald. Right. I know I know but you think about the young pieces they added and people are going to have to but I mean they drafted him Larry to Fitzgerald. be the lead dog and at yes. some point you got to assume he's going to take that over from Larry Fitzgerald yeah, so, so I do agree with that line of thinking Tom so to me he's interesting I think there's a lot that we can do here there's a lot that we can uh, wiggle to and I think we're we're getting a little beyond the weeds because now I'm looking and I'm even seeing guys like Edo Smith who yeah. you know in a standard league this guy's going to start like probably like two or three two weeks. Or three weeks. Yep. And if you want to talk about the upside um, and maybe outdoing his peers, you're, you're looking at a guy like Edo Smith. You're looking at a guy like Ronald Jones, not at a guy like Deshaun McCoy who might falter to his peers. Right. So I think the up arrow could be bigger for uh, a couple of those guys. And, you know, that's that's my piece. I don't. Does anyone have an official vote? I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is still out there. That's so true. He is. He's in our top. It would be weird to take Christian Kirk. It would take. It would be weird to take Christian Kirk above him, so we could strike him. I like Dede Westbrook. I like Ito Smith here. Um, Those are mine. But I kind of feel like both of them are gonna fall. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) So, but we we might not be able to get them. We'll have the roster space to get them both. Let's check it out. Let's go to the consensus instead of by position and take whoever's higher. Whoever's just the highest consensus player between who? I would say for my vote, uh, we're just examining the ADP right here is all to see who's more likely to fall to us so we don't have to overextend and get someone who might be 20 picks away. So we've got the Day-Day Westbrook overall 95 on here. Right. Um, We've got the Sean McCoy overall 90. Larry Fitzgerald overall 98. 98. 
And where was uh? And then I guess Edo Smith is buried. Buried, yeah. Edo Smith likely buried. So one eighteen. One eighteen. So who? So we don't pick him. It seems like McCoy I think is it's the shady, pick. Yeah. And we see who falls. Unless we want to go with a receiver, then it would be Westbrook. I say Westbrook. Westbrook's upside is is high. Yeah, we like him more than Shady. This well, he's year a anyway. big play guy and yeah. a possession guy, so he's kind of the two things we've been talking about. He's also a punt returner, which is weirdly enough a big advantage in a standard. Yeah, league. absolutely, it could be amazing. Yeah, if he takes one to the house, so ha- and he has taken him to the house. Yeah, one and last, I'm very so, yeah. happy to get him. And now we're even into the area where the expert recommendation includes Edo Smith. So. Yep. I always like to see that, even though it's a very, very meager number. So it, after the, it means we're getting down we're to getting the bottom of the barrel. Uh, after the Westbrook pick, it goes Ronald Jones, Dante Pettis, Jarek McKinnon, Corey Davis, Will Fuller, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Sterling Shepard, Miles Sanders, Golden Tate, Carlos Hyde to round out the – what round are we in? The seventh? Start that of was the, the eighth. That was the eighth, sorry. Um, start of the ninth round, Christian Kirk, Tyrell Williams, Larry Fitzgerald, Curtis Samuel, Deonta Foreman, Anthony Miller, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Breida, Devin Funches, Austin Eckler goes right before us. I just want to backtrack real quick. Tyrell Williams, I think, is an interesting standard play, especially a late-round flyer guy for me because yeah. he's one of those Deshaun Jackson types where he can hit a big play and make his whole week relevant, but I think he's in line to potentially be more playing alongside Antonio Brown. I was going to say, he's. I think he's kind of more like a, hopefully like a Dede Westbrook type where his floor could be maintained week to week, and then he has that chance to hit that big play. Yeah, I would actually say, you know, beyond the Oakland Raiders, you look back toward the Los Angeles Chargers. Right. I think the absence of Tyrell Williams in standard gives a little bit of life to Travis Benjamin yes, in the sir. Late, late rounds. Yes, sir. A guy who can really clip you and make you feel like crap. Oh, man, he could kill you. Yeah. But Mike I, Williams, too. I also don't think we have a lot of room left on the roster. I think it's, to me, <laughs> exactly, yep. Scotty. I think it's Adrian Peterson and Edo Smith here is the dream. So which do we take first, then? Which one do we want to lock up I, more? I would say that it's Adrian Peterson. Um, I mean, even Peyton Barber's out there, too. Peyton Barber and Bruce Arians Stone. has said is locked in right now as their number one running back in Tampa Bay. For yeah, whatever that's, that's usually the job to lose. Right. You know, especially when you got think, a second year guy coming in behind. Yeah. We did get a little receiver happy there, which is which is really I don't fine. mind because our receivers are so good and you're so often going to find yourself flexing a receiver and our this, top two running backs are very, very good. Too, in this so there's format, no fear in that. you're going to be flexing your wide receivers. It's it. But I do think I with, do think the picks here are running backs, both of them. Oh yeah, big time. I I need to leave this draft with five running backs, Scott. I, I try to leave every draft I'm in with at least five running I, backs. I need and, to leave this. You know, draft sometimes with it gets to six. <laughs> Love to scrap this episode if I don't. <laughs> I was getting a little worked. Starting up, over. But these receiver options were really good. Yeah, it was and, tough to pass. Yeah, and that's the name of the game is you don't want to pass up on any of that value. Right. But if you're in this league and you're a team starting three running backs week after week after week you are in the money as they say yeah you're a bird in hand yeah you especially, could probably make a monster trade by like week 10 especially r3 because lamar miller as much as he's not fun he's locked into 20 touches a week and yeah you know the two got the two top i think guys he's really fun are, are 20 Honestly, touch locks lamar well. miller gives us the opportunity to punt the position a little bit here after we prioritized it so i think ito smith and adrian peterson in whatever order we'd like um is probably the right move this software shows his ADP as 129 Edo and um, 118 as uh, AP, Adrian AP. Peterson. I know he said 118 for Edo before, but the funny thing is, is that's his ranking. That's his ranking, and his average draft position also actually shows. Wild, yeah. Adrian Peterson ranked player 128 on here, and Edo Smith 118. I have I have AP higher than Edo though, like. Based I on think everything they, Tom already said about both, Geis. I think they both are weirdly in a similar position, likely to start at least a few games and for that reason valuable. Uh, I would lean AP because I think that he's going to start week one. And if he starts rumbling, maybe he's – I feel like he's like a really good trade value get guy. Get him out of there. Yeah. Yeah, get him out Get him there. in, get him out. I think we start <laughs> – I think we go with AP. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Adrian Peterson. It comes back to us, and our boy didn't go. So uh, we're we're sitting between Edo Smith and Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Are we giving any thought to Winston, who's the best available quarterback right now? No, I think we're looking at a Lamar Jackson team. Yeah, at this I was going to suggest this later well, you know on, what the, but you're the right. The thing was that made me – Kyler really, Murray's still available too? That's exactly it, Scott. When I saw how, how far down Kyler Murray is – That is slanderous and then as you hell. See, and then you see Phillip Rivers – 
Lamar Jackson, Mitch Trubisky. I'll take him. Guys, Kirk I mean, Cousins this too. Is, this is how it's this done. This is our dream. Yeah, like, that's how it's done. This is why you don't do that up there. You know, this is why you do that down here. You get dirty down even, here. Even Rodgers in the sixth, if we took him. We yeah. miss out and on Marvin Jones. It is crazy to say that. And we have Evan Tyler Ing- Boyd and D.D. Westbrook on. behind him. Evan Ingram is still available. Yeah, who was and suggested we, to us in like the fifth round. And we don't have a tight end. Um, yeah, this is pretty late. This is pretty crazy. I actually think we might it's be able to round. swing him and still get Ito Smith, who we were likely to be. Yeah, well, this is why we mock draft, wow. right? To roll the dice on things like this and see if it works out. Yeah, honestly, I would love... Good, good eye, Tom, because I just see the position tight end and just continue scrolling yeah. until like the 13th round. But it's a good spot because this is a, you know, I said could a few be rounds the tight back, end one. it's not a bad idea to pick him. Vol- I wouldn't say one, but he's probably going to be a lock to be in the top five yeah. at the position. I think yeah, so, too. It is, it's worth mentioning, though, that we have Vance McDonald ahead of him, and he's probably also available. Definitely. But... Not a big deal to me. I, I no. actually do like. To, I, we have them adjacent, and a couple of us have. You can them pick Vance right here and flex him. Yeah. <laughs> um, did we lose Ito? I think we did. Hold on, we're gonna have to give it a scroll because the league is so massive. Hold on. Yes, we, we lost went, him yeah. and Peyton Barber. Pretty much back to back. So we went and lost ouch. Peyton Barber, Ito Smith, Naheem Hines, and Joku, Dion Lewis, Damian Harris, who actually would have been kind of trendy. Yeah. As a nice pick here, I shouldn't say trendy, but. I would have liked it. He is trending, though. He is trending, that's for sure. Chicago Bears, first Great defense pick. off the board. No, it was not. <laughs> the first defense, the, the defense Packers week one as the number one defense almost never. Hasn't yeah. in like finishes. the last seven years the now. Jags more, was Jack more, Stunk more. last year. Deshaun Jackson goes, who we were considering a long time ago. Mohamed Sanu, who's a little bit worth it. James Washington. Uh, Geronimo. Jalen Great Rashad, value on Geronimo. Nikhil Harry. <laughs> Kareem Hunt, Dante Moncrief, who I would say is pretty much interchangeable with James Washington. At this Agreed. Uh, maybe even ahead. Yeah, camp has kind of dictated that. Eric Ebron, who makes a lot of sense as a standard tight end. You can take those goose eggs because your Jared Cooks, who go next, might only go for two for 20. Right. And that's only two points. Shout uh, out Applebee's. <laughs> Robert Foster, a decent pick. DK Metcalf, he's working on his routes. Michael Gallup, he better be working on the whole damn thing. Yeah. yeah. So we've still got Jameis Winston available. I'm not against it. I think we took him in the last mock draft. I'd like to see this one just ride I it just out. I just absolutely love how you guys keep pick like agreeing to pick him in every one of our mock drafts. Well, it's just crazy. Just don't how, pick him in the leagues we're honestly, in together. I want to see if we can get Lamar Jackson in the last round. We can. All right. So let's take uh, – <laughs> so running back – we gotta we gotta fill it in a little bit here. We need like Tom Kalen Smith Ballage. before he has a heart attack. We have five. Don't I don't we? believe we do. Oh wait, no, we, we didn't have because we took. Yeah, Ingram. we have four. I like Kalen Balaj here. Um, just Me looking too. at the names available, C.J. Anderson makes a lot of sense because you just think that I don't think he's well, he do might anything. end up. He might. Uh, Devin Singletary, since Tom brought him up before, if he's taking first team reps in July, you got to think he'll probably get some in October and November. Uh, um, I'm just kind of throwing out names. I think Balaj probably the best option. Yeah, I mean, Duke Johnson's going to be in the doghouse forever. Mike Davis is down here. Mike Davis is available. We like him. I feel like it's going to be a split, Splitsville for him. Yeah. Yeah, so to me, I, I think we got excited by the value of Evan Ingram. I think I would have liked to maybe have a different running back, and then you know we get the Vance McDonald over here. I think that's Vance McDonald, who is still available. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So lessons that learned would have been nice from the mock. Well, but that's why we mocked. Huh? That's why. Yeah, we mocked. of course. But I think I think we the still... software will like the team more. But I agree with you. I think I would have felt just a little more comfortable with Ito Smith and Vance McDonald than and Evan Ingram and, and Balage or whoever. Yeah. Whatever I mean, I totally to agree. And you know who I think the pick is? Jamal Williams. You're on him. Yeah, it's Jamal Williams for me. Um, he was very startable. People really hate him. I don't know why. He was practically as valuable as of any running back that you can imagine in recent history. Um, he was always on those don't play him lists, and I always played him. Yes. I I, I, I couldn't understand it at the point. Uh, I get that Aaron Jones is a better ball carrier, but I get the Packers to play don't. who plays the ball. So I like to put him in the um, game. Yeah. And we were on that quick spin, so the la- the guy who was picking last, the fake guy who was picking last, when Marquise <laughs> Goodwin and Vance McDonald could pick fake guy. And now we are back up. Kalen Balaj is still out there. So We've uh, got one bench spot, our quarterback, 
kicker and defense left in right. the next four rounds. I mean, this so. is Alvin Kamara of rookie year area. You want to just take your shot here. Yeah. Um, any Singletary? Names, any names stick out to you? Singletary. Um, uh, Alexander Madison from Minnesota. Uh, Raquel Armstead, the handcuff for Leonard Fournette, who we uh, have on our team. Yeah. Fournette we were gonna cuff Fournette. I feel all like the we time. should have taken Alfred Blue, though. Gio Bernard. Go? Did Alfred um, Blue go? And now we're just like throwing random yeah. stuff out there. Corey you know, Clement? No. No, Balaj, I think, is the is the best option. But you think here's my here's my point. I think uh we have the running backs we have. I think there's guys who are receivers who are gonna be way more useful than Balaj still. That's right true. now. Um We've John got, Brown, Kenny Stills, Emmanuel Manny Sanders, Sanders, Deshaun Hamilton, who I've Jameson pretty much Crowder, the same this year. Traquan Smith. And Paris Campbell, Mecole Hardman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Mecole right here is an insanely good pick. I like that pick a lot. Even uh, Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown. I would go Hardman just because he's in the better Especially offense. Especially if Me we're too. planning on making his, getting his tutty buddy with Lamar later on. We yeah, went with Hardman. We went with Hardman. That's okay. It's just a good pick. It is. Kyle, Lamar Jackson just got picked. <laughs> and Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray. Okay, so yeah, we're but still, but we this is the whole Rivers, point. This is what we're making great. Yep. Duke Johnson and then my boy Jameis, Jared Goff, Kalen Balage, Big Ben, Jordan Reed, Manny Sanders, Lanny Walker, Austin Hooper, and the Hearn Dog rounds out the 12th round. Turn, Daddy. We start the 13th with Justice Hill, Kyle Rudolph, Devin Singletary, CJ Anderson, Jimmy Graham, Mike Boo. Davis. Kyler Murray, what a value on Kyler Murray, my God. Kenneth Dixon, Chase Edmonds, and another monster value right before us, breaking Tom's heart to smithereens, Lamar Jackson at 13-10. Breaking Tom's heart to smithereens until he sees that Rivers, Mitch Trubisky, Kirk Cousins still out there. Yeah. So There's so many guys. Josh Allen. If anything, Tom Brady. Garoppolo. Not that Brady. I would play Tom Brady, but it's just so funny that yeah. he's still out there to me. Tom so, Savage still there. This goes to prove my ultimate point, right? We did a 12-man team. Waited till the 12-man thir- league. Waited till the second to last pick of the 13th round. And, and we're wind still going to wait. And you wind up with Phillip Rivers. No, I think you take Phillip Rivers yeah. here. Yeah, yeah I, I think agree. you take Phillip Rivers here, too. Great standard play for Phil. I mean, I like Mitch Trubisky, of course, but I think that the, the room chooses Phil. I, I understand yeah. that. Um, and and then, so now we're kicker defense land. Yeah, so this is where I leave. I'll see you guys. All right, Tom. <laughs> it was great good. episode. It was good great hangs. job. Um, having a good kicker in a standard league, not the worst thing that could happen to you. And you want to get a normal team, not the best team in the league. Who do you take, Scott? It's Justin Tucker for me every time. You get the Tucky bombs. And then you take the Giants de- – or I'm sorry, the Cowboys defense week one because they play the Giants. Wait, Scott, can you go down to kickers again? I'm not even joking. This should be interesting. You want to see where Tavecchio is? I want to see where Tavecchio is. Dude, he's buried. Buried. Oh, my. He's not even the top 20? 22? Yeah. That's How about Rambo, the, the, Oh, no. That's the Jags. I'm sorry. I thought he was a Chargers No, kicker. Badgley's the, uh, the Chargers he's kicker. He's buried, now. too. Yeah. He's a good option. Tavecchio is now my kicker in every league. Yep. Yeah, no um, kidding, so dude. So I'll be, I'll be picking defense first instead. You'll Which be picking, I do the, you'll be picking that matchup anyway. first. I just picked the Cowboys. Yeah, I think we picked them the last time, but they play the Giants, and it just makes sense. Yep, they're gonna be available. Whoa! And we even got a B, guys. We they got liked our team. We did bad. Well, you know what? You know what's funny? <laughs> I don't know, man. You can I like, no, I like it. The funny thing is, is it, it you you leave a twelve man twelve man league? I keep saying that. I don't know why I keep like repeating it. it just sounds weird. Um, you look at it, you're like. You look at your other teams, your tens. You're like, you're like whoa. whoa, where did I go wrong? <laughs> yeah, but you have to realize how many other players are now drafted with just two picks. Yeah, with just two picks, man. It's the math crazy. says that's twenty four. But uh, our team ends up being. I'll, I'll I'll rip down the list. Quarterback Philip Rivers, starting running backs James Conner, Leonard Fournette, Standard League. I really love that. I really do. Me too. Wide receivers Odell Beckham, Stephon Diggs. Giddy I don't know up. if I love our running backs or our receivers more. Giddy up with those two. I like that. That could easily be twenty touchdowns. Uh, Evan Ingram. You know, I just think he was an awesome value at that point. We kind of yeah. we kind of felt 
obligated to pick him, but I agree with what the logic that you had. Maybe it would have been a little more comfortable for us to take reach up and take that running back and then take Vance McDonald, who was available to us on that next pick. I like that we didn't lose our minds and took Jamal Williams, someone who still has absolute value. Oh, yeah, like possibly equal or greater value to Edo Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, so to continue, um, the... the, uh, our li- the software has our lineup set up with our flex to be Lamar Miller, but it will be fully matchup dependent. We're going to be rotating this thing like a swinging door. Um, defense, Dallas Cowboys, uh, kicker, Justin Tucker. Tucky. And then we move on to our bench with Marvin Jones, Tyler Boyd, Diddy Westbrook, Adrian Peterson, Jamal Williams, and McCall Hardman. I really like love the squad, it. boys. Love it. I love it. That's a, that's, that's a 12 I would give team. us an A. And the good thing is, is you know, I can – Go cry about the the two bench running backs that we put on the team. Right, but we have three starter running backs. You are you are so rich in this sort of league to have three bona fide starting running backs. I'm starting to think that that's the move in a standard league. Even, it is even in a ten man. You know, have your flex be one of the starting running backs, even if it's Lamar Miller or Derrick Henry, someone you're not like overly excited I'm about. I'm excited about Derrick Henry. I, I mean, I'm always excited about Derrick Henry, but <laughs> the reality, the, uh, the the reality of Derrick Henry isn't always as exciting. Yeah. But having those options, you know, like I said, you don't have to rely on them every week. You can rely on these values like Tyler Boyd and D.D. Westbrook in good matchups. But you know, being able to just slot them in whenever you need and having yep. them for bye weeks for your your top dogs and stuff like that in a standard league feels like it's so much more important. Yeah, yeah. and. I I think we're as the, I stink. You do I stink, dude. We're no, that's still. Me. I think we are still underselling Marvin Jones on this yep. on this team. Who was wide receiver what four in a standard league his last full healthy season? That's correct. <laughs> so that is correct. He's the new crab. I think he was like seventy five for twelve hundred and twelve. This is where you find the new crab tree. That's this right. Is yep. The kind of league where you do want the new. Oh, crab they have tree. a great young receiving option who's going to take all the targets. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Just no, no, like no. in the book of Crabtree, I don't <laughs> think so. Hell yeah, I want that to be so true, and I think it will be. <laughs> the book of Crabtree. <laughs> That got me. Oh, and this is why you mock for good hangs with your friends. Because that's really what it's all about. So thank you all very much for taking some time out of here with us. Almost exclusively done by your lonesome. No. <laughs> good hangs with the friends. Screenshotting your mocked lineups to each other. Are the guys in the mock draft chat who I don't know? So my best friends change every fifteen minutes. Um, thank you guys very much for taking time out of your binge watch of Stranger Things season three uh, to watch to us to pick our eleven. Mock draft episode to watch us pick at pick eleven. There nice. you go. Uh, we will be back with another episode. I got in trouble for saying that we were doing a mock draft this week, so I will not be revealing it anymore. Uh, but we will be back with another episode next week, helping you get ready. I love the, the fake names on this. Sorry. Yeah, Just it's so fun. Julian Shredelman. That's oh, awesome. amazing. Will you marry me? That's a new one. Sasquatch Barkley's fun. <laughs> Some of these are like Abdullah Avangada. We commented on last year. I'm pretty I sure. I mean, yeah, they got a Burton Ertzi. Wow, that's a bold prediction. <laughs> that is a bold prediction. Remember? Yes. Day Sproles one, Royce. <laughs> that's pretty good, too. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll see everybody next week. We've got uh, the show on Twitter and Instagram at RutsFF. Scott's on Twitter at WagsFF. Tom's on Instagram, but I'm not giving that out. He's on Twitter at HillierFF. I'm on Twitter at Why So Serious. We'll see everybody next week. Keep scoring. <laughs>